Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Good morning, afternoon, evening, Steeler Nation, wherever you may be. You've had time to digest the Pittsburgh Steelers and their 17-7 victory over the Kansas City Chiefs in preseason week two on Saturday night. And that's what the Steelers hangover is all about. We give you time. Sometimes you're so hungover that you're like, oh, what happened? Sometimes you're hungover because you're celebrating, and that's kind of what Tony and I did this week. Hi, friends. My name is Brian Anthony Davis, and this is the Steelers Hangover, brought to you by Behind the Steel Curtain. Thanks for joining us. Tony Defio, nice to see you, my friend. You too, Brian. Happy Monday, as always, and uh, I guess we're undefeated on video. 2-0 yeah, in the I'm preseason. Yeah, you know, I mean, we'll take that. And especially, what a great test the other day. Um, you know, playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I gotta I gotta admit, I did not see the second half yet because of the NFL network. Curses to you. Hmm. Nobody wants to see the Cowboys and Rams in Hawaii, um, unless they're in Hawaii, as far as I'm concerned. But that's just me. Um, hey, if you're joining us, on every platform that we have. Um, we're live on YouTube right now. In fact, we're so there's so much excitement for the hangover. Getting bent with Bo could not wait until we started this podcast. Um, he was like, look, I can't wait any longer for you guys. Come on. I need my hangover. Well, I'm paraphrasing that. I'm sure he didn't say all that. He just typed, when are you guys going to be on? Come on. So <laughs> you need some hair of the dog. With, yeah, I Exactly. So no, if you are joining us, be sure to join in on the live chat. We love to hear from you. And remember, there is a uh, there's a feature um, we call it the tip jar. It's called super chat. If you do throw in any amount that you want to throw into the show, you feel free. Um, we do giveaways all the time. In fact, uh, there's a, a David DeCastro football that is going to be up for grabs in uh, the uh, Steeler Survivor poll that we have coming up that we're registering for as we speak so many time things we gave away tickets to uh the tampa bay game a couple weeks ago um we also um have given away a juju smith schuster jersey so um there's tons of things that we do on the show and that's what the super chat is all about too plus we know that we want to hear from you um so here we go tony how are you feeling did the hair of the dog bite you did you have to go in and go out and play football just to just to make it better, or uh, are you feeling good about that game? It was a a, a smooth hangover the next day. I, I really had a uh, a great time watching that defense uh, with the most of the starters in. The pass rush was 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 excellent. The uh, 
the coverage for the most part was ex- excellent. So, I mean, it, it's only preseason, but I mean, Patrick Mahomes was the MVP last year and, and, and they limited him for the most part in the short time in the game. And, and they terrorized Chad Henney for the most part when he was in there. So I, uh, I really like what I saw from, from that unit. So September 16th of 2018, I was in the end zone and I watched Pat Mahomes torch that team like crazy. And uh, getting bent with Bo mentioned that he would have bet his very last dollar that Mahomes was going to torch us her first drive on bold and bizarre predictions. I said that he was going to go five for six with a touchdown on that drive. Um, You know, but. To quote Steelers fan 19, the D looks great so far. And that's the way I felt. I was re- just after that first drive, I I looked, uh, I was watching it by myself on my iPad. I was actually in the woods, but I was watching on my iPad and I was like, wow, they just got away with it. They just got away with something. Um, could this be a new defense? So the question, we're going to get to the, the headline tonight right away, Tony. And here's the question. Everybody wants to talk about the defense. Everyone wants to talk about how they're improved. Is the D, after two games, going to be a strength of this team? I think it very well could be. Uh, I think it was Keith Butler that said some time ago that the key to the defense is Bud Dupree. And I said, that doesn't make any sense. What does he mean by that? But you saw what he might have met on, on Saturday, the, the game that he had. I mean, you know what the... The defensive line can do with, with creating pressure. You know what T.J. Watt can do. He's almost unstoppable on, on most downs when he rushes the quarterback. And if Bud Dupree can get it all together, like you saw on Saturday, then, you know, that's going to be a formidable front seven. And you have Devin Bush and, and Mark Barron. You have so much more speed at inside linebacker. You, you brought in Steven Nelson to be a, a really good cornerback uh, opposite of Joe Hayden, who we know what he can do. So, you know, Sean Davis is in the second year at free safety. Terrell Edmonds is in the second year period. So, yeah, it could be a strength if, uh, you know, if, if Bud Dupree keeps uh, uh, ascending and if uh, Devin Bush is the real deal, I, I think so. Yeah. Well, you know what? Here's here's a key for me. You mentioned this player, and I think one of the key players that uh, that was not on that field, and it was perfect that he was not on the field, was Devin Bush. I'm actually, I'm thrilled that he, I mean, I want him to be okay. I mean, I it might have been something. I don't think it was. I think it was just a precaution to keep him out. I don't think it was a big deal. But for me, the big thing was we saw what they that defense could do without him. Mark Barron did a lot out there, um, and you have faster guys. You have guys that are feel more inspired. Um, gosh, Artie Burns had a heck of a game, and he played better. I mean, this is this is the guy. It is threat level midnight for Artie Burns. And you know what? It's It also is really, it's threat level midnight for Bud Dupree as well because he is playing for a contract. He is playing for big money. He's like, look, I'm glad they did not offer me a deal because I'm going to earn some big bucks. And, you know, I mean, great. I want an inspired guy out there that's going for his big contract to uh, play, and I, I'll take that problem in the offseason. Um, same with Sean Davis. Sean Davis is playing for that contract, but getting back to Artie Burns, he's playing for his football life in Pittsburgh and not just in Pittsburgh, his football life, because, uh, you know, he saved himself. I am going to take someone else's quote, but he saved himself from, uh, turning into a seventh round, sixth round pick and, uh, being shipped off to Arizona. Um, with that being said, so I, I'm really thrilled with that. Reginald Rivers, he has just chimed in. Terrell Austin is the key to the Steelers' defense. Um, what you know? What has he made that much of a difference already in your mind, Tony? I, I think he very well could uh, have. Uh, you know, they brought him in to be a uh, for, for a reason. They must have brought him in, you know, to a, uh, to be a consultant. To, you know, a secondary coach. Uh, he's a former coordinator, so. I mean, I think, you know, they definitely uh, he's adding something to the mix that wasn't there last year. I mean, you have uh, guys like Joey Porter, who he had limited experience as a coach. And now you have a guy in there like, you know, Austin, who has a lot of experience. And, you know, he's joining Tom Bradley, who's been around forever, you know, and, and Keith Butler's been around. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely more of a veteran coaching staff this year, with a, lot, a lot of experience, a lot of backgrounds in many different areas. So, yeah, I think he could be a big difference and a big influence. Cool. 
who Tony is the defensive coordinator of the Pittsburgh Steelers, or is there a uh, is this a uh, a job by committee right now? I mean, I know we have the title with Keith Butler, but are they are they doing this together? I think it's a committee approach, and I think it's been that way for a few years with Mike Tomlin's influence. I think he's been, you know, you've, you've heard these rumors that he's been, you know, taking over the defensive meetings and he's calling some of the plays on on, on the sidelines. And I think bringing a guy in like Austin, you know, uh, almost have a three three headed monster now with with three uh, three coordinators, you know, three guys who have coordinator experience, and then you know, obviously Tom Bradley, you know, everything. So I think it's more of a, a, a committee approach, like you said. And you know what? You have veteran coaches here that they can handle the committee approach too. I mean, one thing about uh, Keith Butler that I will say, I think he is a class guy. I think he is the kind of guy that uh, understands. I mean, look, he spent all those years under the great Dick LeBeau. And he was the linebacker's coach, and he was thrilled with being the linebacker's coach. He has his two rings. Remember, he has three boys. He wants one more ring for one more son. <laughs> so um, I would love to see him get one um, any means necessary. And, uh, you know, for me, I mean, I'm glad he has no problem. Uh, I mean, look, he's still the defensive coordinator in name. He's still the defensive coordinator in pay. Um, that's fine. Um, but – if he, I don't think he has any problem doing this as long as they get results because this is a guy with no ego, and that's what we need. That's what this new 2019 team is all about. No ego, playing for the team. I want to quote um, Odessa Hall Menifee. She just said, good evening, everyone. PSF, PS4L, Pittsburgh Steelers for life. And that's, that's kind of what it feels like right now. It kind of feels like that these guys are invested as a team. We've talked about the Kumbaya pro- kumbaya approach for a long time and it still feels like it's happening um everybody's impressed with the d so far joel coleman says that it looks so much faster and capable of creating turnovers um rodney lyles great great comment by rodney lyles we need to cover the seam routes it's routes it's still an issue yeah it it is still an issue that's uh not the easiest thing to cover um how do they get back to that Tony, or not that they've really ever been there, but how do you, what's the best way to cover those seam routes? Well, I'm, I'm assuming he means like the tight end. Cause you saw uh, the one play where Tyler Minikevich, he had trouble on that. I think it was a 27 year hookup to Yelder, the tight end. You, you need it. You have to do it with speed. And, and, you know, they brought a lot of that in You know, like you said, it's a faster defense. It's faster up the middle with Bush and Barron, uh, Terrell Edmonds, you know, he, he's, he was brought in to fill uh, some of that role, you know, dime linebacker, that kind of thing. So I think you have to. You, you saw what they did on, on draft day. That's how you, that's how you cover the seam. You cover the seam with a guy like a Devin Bush, or in free agency with a guy like Mark Barron. That's that's how you do it. That's what they were brought in for. And you know what? Those were great personnel moves. Um, Captain Underpants threw in two dollars uh, into the tip jar. He said the defense is a strength. I love the defense now. Um, Great comment. I, I really feel so much better about this defense. Um, Andy Shoup, Matakavich had some decent stops. Yeah, I mean, this guy, here's another guy. I think he's playing for his football life. And the reason being, the week before, now he had a very good game against Tampa Bay as well. But when you have a guy in there um, that's in his first year, like Ulysses Gilbert III, and other guys hungry, um, guys excited to play special teams like Johnny Holton, um, Benny Snell Jr. He's not a defender, but on special teams, he sure is. He was a, mo- he's a monster on, on special teams. And that's great. So a guy like Matakevich really has to go ahead and make those stops. Um, and because uh, he is a special team phenom. In fact, he is uh, capable of being a Pro Bowl special team player. The problem is when he's in there, as a linebacker, when someone's hurt and he's your next man up, he's a little bit of a liability. But this year, he's playing so much better. And that's against some uh, better competition, not just in the third and fourth quarter. That's first half preseason competition. So that's a little bit better. Um, Captain Underpants, Burns, Bud, Bush, and Barron, killer defensive bees. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I tell you what, the killer bees things, thing has been done. So we're going to try this one. Captain Underpants, what do you think about this? Tony Duffio, what do you think about this? The Thriller Bees. <laughs> I like it. Wait, 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 wait. 
or we're in Western PA, we're Yinzers. I'm a Yinzer, even though I'm in Maryland. I'm a Yinzer because I was born in Johnstown, lived there all my, most of my life. How about the Stiller Bees? <laughs> I can't argue with either one of them. I, I like I like both. I like both. Yeah, Stiller Bees. I like that. Wow. So the um, great Brian Davis. <laughs> I'm not gonna say great. Um, Andy Shoop, safety over top, got to react faster to it. Um, yeah, now, so the safety position, Tony, um, is this a position that uh, is, I don't want to call the weak link, but is is a safety position the team, the, uh, the, the position group, the squad, the unit that uh, is, I don't want to say suspect, but is the one that might be the biggest liability at this point? I think it's definitely the one that you have to be concerned about because I think that that's, you know, with a guy like Edmonds in there and, you know, the, and with the depth with Jordan Dangerfield and Cam Kelly from the AAF and obviously Sean Davis, he's had his detractors. So it's definitely the least proven, you know, you know what the linebackers can do, you know, what the, what the, what the uh, corners can do now they're, they're veterans, meaning Burns and Nelson. So I think it's definitely uh, the most suspect, but at the same time, you have a, a, a number one pick in there from last year, and you have uh, Sean Davis, who's coming into his second year at a position that he feels is uh, is is his now. So you know that can that perception can change overnight, certainly. But I think they definitely need to to up to uh, hope that Dangerfield and Cam Kelly can provide some adequate back uh, some depth because they certainly need uh, quality depth back there. Yeah, and and uh, remember, we've got PJ Locke. In the queue, we've got uh, Trayvon Askew Henry in the queue. Um, actually, we've got to find out, find something, especially if he makes the team, something easier to call uh, T-A-H. Because um, Tray Trayvon, that's uh, that, that's too much of a mouthful. So we'll work on that, too. Um, Donald Adams just stopping to say all is well. We have Big Ben Roethlisberger. Very true. We haven't seen him. But uh, that's not a problem. But I do want to get into that a moment. Um, Snowman, defensive line are getting their hands up. Something they didn't do last year. Very true. Um, Captain Underpants likes the Steeler Bees. Um, remember, this, this chat board's for all of you. So uh, that's great. Thomas White, I love this. He's got two. I'm going to just mention the one, Silent Bees. I, uh, I, I kind of like that. The underrated bees, he also said. Um, B Dennis Sheridan bees remind me of um those two so let's move on from insects. <laughs> Odessa Hall Menifee, how about the Steeler Hive? I like that. Um... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's see. Um, so uh, we have some more questions we're going to get to um, as well. Remember, this this chat board is for you. We want to hear from you. Uh, this is what fuels our show, and this is a lot of fun. Um, so let's talk about Big Ben Roethlisberger. Has not played two weeks in a row. Look, you know, this is a double-edged sword. I'm not a big fan of him not playing in the second game. And the reason I'm not, because you know he's not playing in the fourth game in Carolina. He never does. And you really don't play hardly any. You really don't. That's for guys trying to make the team or trying to get traded or trying to get noticed by another team. That's what week four in Carolina is all about. Um, and that's all the way across the league. So you might see him two quarters the entire preseason. Tony, you know my answer. It is not. I'm going to ask you, is that enough? Uh, like we talked about last week, it's, it's probably not enough. It's just, it's not enough, but you know, it, it's obvious that their philosophy is, you know, uh, err on the side of caution. They, you know, if the guy gets hurt, um, then your, your season is, is totally, you know, compromised and, and, and you're not, your, your chances of, of being a playoff team are, have, have decreased significantly. So he probably should play more, you know, uh, to get the rhythm down, to get the chemistry down with his receivers. But, 
you know, they're just not going to, I think they've shown now for five years, going back to 2015, that, that they want, they'd rather uh, uh, save him for the regular season. So I don't think they're going to change uh, their philosophy uh, at this point in, in his career. I think they're, they've, uh, they've chosen this hill to die on, so to speak. Yeah, I just don't like shaking the rust off against a, a New England team. And that's something Jeff Hartman and I were talking about. Um, that's, you know, but but I get it. I mean, I'd be the first one to complain if he got hurt in the preseason, too. And uh, Dave Schofield brings up the fact he was uh, – Dave Schofield was in the hospital while his, uh, his uh, child, his son, was being born. And uh, watching Marquise Pouncey in week two of the preseason get carted off the field for the entire year. Um, so he remembers that well. Um, you know, like I said, it could go either way. It, it just makes me nervous. But, you know, that's that's what's going to happen there. Um, Kevin Shin is still worried about the tight end and the safety lineup, mm-hmm. considering how meh Grimble is so far. Let's talk about the tight ends. Um I'm not sure what show. I think it was the uh, the uh, Steeler preview the other day. Um, it was. We were talking about whether uh, whether Zach Gentry can be the number two. Um, at this point, Grimble looks awful. Yeah. Grimble looks uninspired. I'm not a Grimble fan because I know. I think it was you who wrote an article not too long ago that maybe I'm wrong that we need to forgive Grimble for the yeah. fumble in Denver. Yeah, was, was that you? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, Tony. You're my boy. I love you. I completely do. I I don't forgive him. I that was. You know why I don't forgive him? Because he's like I was trying to punish the guy. I was oh, trying yeah, to run yeah. through guy. So he's trying to make a highlight. The highlight is making scoring a touchdown. And in that in that vein too, uh, you know, he wanted to punish somebody. You know, toughness that you saw the other night. He pulled out the old alligator arms and his drop over the middle. I mean, you know, he's what 260 pounds. He's worrying worrying about a safety coming up to hit him. I get it. But if you want to preach toughness, then in that situation, you better make that catch and then and then worry about punishing the safety. And he, I think he came up short there, literally, with with the alligator arms. And that's not what you want from your uh, from your big tight end over the middle. Uh, Crazy Dean does say that. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, no, it wasn't Crazy Dean. I I lost it now. Oh, Andy Shoup says Grimble had great block on the Samuels TD run. Well, that's true, and you do need the block. Um, but is TE2, is he on the roster right now? Is he actually practicing with this team? Uh, I don't think – I think they're going to do what they did two two years ago, and they're going to bring somebody in. Obviously not not on the same caliber as uh, Vance McDonald, because I think they brought him in more to be the starter, which he is now. But, yeah, they're definitely going to be uh, scouring the waiver wire at some point uh, before the start of the season because they have to. I mean, you've seen nothing from, uh, from, from Kevin Rader other than, you know, penalties and, and fumbles and, and Zach Gentry, he looked athletic on that touchdown last week, but where was he on Saturday? I don't remember even seeing him in the game. So I think they might, they might have to uh, have to do some uh, uh, waiver wire uh, uh, diving. That That's the big concern for me right now. Tight end, uh, especially with Vance McDonald's health. Um, we haven't really seen a full season out of him in the two years. So that's important. Reginald Rivers, bad. Why the Steelers still, why are the Steelers still holding on to Chicolo? His position should go to the rookie from Toledo. Um, if he's talking to Zar Skipper, um, I love to Zar Skipper. And I have been, that's one of the guys I've been on for a long time. Um, I just think he has a great look. I, um, even before he puts the pads on, he looks intimidating. Then he goes out there and he plays with every bit about it. We've had some good luck with undrafted guys from Toledo the last couple of years. Um, look, his old teammate um, with the Toledo Rockets, uh, Ola Denny, um, he is out for four weeks at least with that torn meniscus. This really gives gives a good opportunity to Zara Skipper to jump into that number four spot if they keep four. Hey, look, Chicolo, he's not sexy. He's not the guy you want starting every week, but he plays real well, um, especially when you need him. He will have flashes of brilliance. Um, he's not a 10-sack guy, but he's going to get two or three a year out of you. Um, you're going to get two or three a year from him. Um, you got to keep him. But at this point, I think they both make the team. Um, you know, uh, 
Crazy Dean has another question. Is that other kicker, Matthew Wright, a real threat to beat out Boswell? No, I, I don't think so. Um, I think he is a real threat to make an NFL roster, though, Tony. What do you think? Oh, yeah, he's got, he's got you know, he doesn't have the strongest leg, but he definitely he definitely has a strong enough leg. But no, he's not going to, he's not going to uh, beat out Boswell. I think Boswell has won the job, but, or he kept his job, but uh, he, Wright definitely has a shot of, at uh, being picked up somewhere else. I mean, you, you, all it takes is one bad game for a kicker and they're ready to cut him in some places. So I, I could see him being on, on a NFL roster before the, uh, certainly before the end of uh, the 2019 regular season. Uh, Rodney Lyles asked about Skipper as well. Um, Andy Shoup asked, do you think the new deal for three preseason games and expansion of 14 playoff teams will pass through negotiations? You know, that's better than than the uh, that last crazy idea with um, players could only like uh, moving to 18 games and uh, players could only play 16, which was the most ridiculous thing yeah. ever. I mean, yeah, that's a possibility. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I did not see that. Uh, I did not see that proposal as of yet or talk uh, hear talk of it. Um, Joe Klecka is everyone expecting a better team this year. Super Bowl was always talked about last year. What's the ceiling this year? I think Super Bowl's a ceiling, Tony. I mean, I, I, uh, I don't think it's. Uh, yeah, of course it's not the floor, but you know you can go ahead and. Uh, I, I mean, I think you could put that on the list without it being a a, a pipe dream. Yeah, I mean, you, you really don't know the kind of team you have until you until you find out. I mean, people are basing everything on losing Antonio Brown and to a lesser extent Le'Veon Bell, but you know what, 15 years ago, they drafted Big Ben and he was going to be the future, right? He was going to be the future. He was a down the road kind of a pick, but it turns out he came in in the second game and the rest is history. Troy Palomalu was the lost rookie in 03. And then the next six years, he was a defensive player of the year candidate every year. And he's one of the best who's ever played. So you just don't know what Juju's going to bring. You don't know what Devin Bush is going to be. You don't know what, what a lot of these guys are going to do for you. So, you know, you talked about Tuzan Skipper or Tuzar Skipper, you know, you don't know what kind of player he's going to be. You don't know what kind of player, uh, uh, what Steven Nelson's going to be able to do for the defense or Mark Barron. So uh, uh, James Washington could be a, a, a budding superstar for all we know, right? So you just, you know, you just don't know what kind of team you have, you know. So, you know, I can understand people basing, you know, their predictions on what they lost, but, you know, let's see what they have. And, and, and I think that's, you can certainly say Super Bowl because, you know, you have enough talent there that if, if the new guys come in and, and perform even better or the, the, the younger players perform even better than they already have, then you could have a, another special team on your hands. Um, let's see. I, everyone wants to talk about uh, the it guy and uh, the guy everybody wants to talk about. I'm not even going to say who he is, Tony. Um, who's the one guy everyone wants to talk about on this team? Based on the preseason? Yes. James Washington. Okay. Um, yeah. And you know what? That's not who I'm going for. I put you on the spot and I'm sorry. I'm loving James Washington. Um, I think right now that uh, he's your wide receiver too, because he's catching, he's not just catching balls from Mason Rudolph. He's catching balls from uh, Josh Dobbs. He's catching, um, I believe he may, I don't think he's been in there with the guy that everybody's talking about. And uh. it's Duck Dynasty. Okay, let, way over my head. Let, let's get down to it. Duck Dynasty, Devlin Hodges. You know how much I've talked about this guy because um, you know he and Skipper came in at the same time in rookie minicamp, and uh, I started looking into him, and I'm like, wow, this guy is not just a camp arm. I talk about it all the time. He beat up Steve McNair's 24 year old record most passing yards in FCS history. He was the FCS Player of the Year last year. He's six one. This guy's not five eleven. He's six one. Guy named Baker Mayfield is six one. Um, somebody, and if I don't give you credit for it, I do apologize because I did not. Uh, I went past it, but somebody on the live live chat, and I'm hoping to find it. Um, mentioned that uh, Brad Jewett mentioned that Hodges reminds me a lot of Baker. Um, you know what? He does look, remind me of Baker Mayfield. Um, this guy has poise back there. Um, he 
was three for four the other day. He was eight for 14 last week, but that eight for 14 last week really should have been an 11 or 12 from 14. He looks really poised. So here's the question. Um, Josh, Joshua Dobbs does not really look uh, amazing. He looks average at best. I mean, I think after two games, it's time to time to talk that uh, the ceiling, there might be more of a ceiling with a guy like uh, Duck Dynasty, number six, Devlin Hodges. Um, still not the greatest number six, Bubby, forever. Um, but, <laughs> but um, y- you know, I mean, if you're looking... If you're looking at, at a number three quarterback, why not go with this guy with so much upside? Um, what's your thoughts? And you well, know, before before I get into your thoughts, I'm I'm saying this with the. Uh, it seems to me that Mason Rudolph's your number two QB at this point. Uh, would you agree with me on that? Yeah, I think he separated himself. I think we talked about last week. He he he. His performance showed that he's he was even with Josh Dobbs, but I think after the way he played on Saturday, especially in that touchdown drive, the throws he was making, uh, he's definitely separated himself. And he's def- and I think, you know, like we talked about before, he they, they want him to be a number two. They, they have plans for him to be the number two. So, yeah, I think he's he's the uh, number two. Um, getting bent with Bo, tell me Hodges doesn't move around and throw the ball like a poor man's Mahomes. Hey, <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll take a poor man's Mahomes. I'll take, gosh, you know, I'll take a uh, a poor man's uh, breeze. I mean, th- this guy, he reminds me of just one. You know, like, let me throw it. I mean, I'm going to give me give me some room on this one. Jeff Garcia kind of, I mean, reminds me of just the manner in which Jeff Garcia came in. He played in the CFL a little bit. He was undrafted. No one really knew who this guy was. He had a pretty good career. And I would say that uh, if you if you could come in with no fanfare whatsoever and start building some fanfare, start as a number three, and next thing you know, you're getting opportunities, um, like like a guy like Jeff, Jeff Garcia did, you know, that could be... That, that could be a guy, but it's really the upside that that, that it's all about. Um, and most people on the on the uh, on the chat are saying that uh, they really think that he's worth the upside. Um, as far as that goes, what do you do with a guy like Dobbs? Well, it's, it's like you said last week, your your idea of, of trying to see what you can get for him. I think his ceiling. Is that of a probably a really good backup? Hopefully, you know I think he still has room to grow as far as a backup quarterback. But you know, as far as his potential to be a number one, I think you know he's probably he probably doesn't have that. I mean, you saw on Saturday, you know he, he had made a great throw to Eli Rogers to get him down within you know scoring range, and then what one or two plays later he throws that that you know really bad pick you know to to end the drive. But that's what you know backup quarterbacks do. So if you think that that's his ceiling then, you know, you're better off trying to, you know, you know, part ways with him. And, you know, this is really all about Mason Rudolph. If you think, if they think that Mason Rudolph is not only a number two, but if they think he's potentially the heir apparent, then you're going to have to give, give him a lot of playing time in the preseason. And you really can't do that if you're having him fight Josh Dobbs every, every preseason for the, number, for the backup role. So, you know, you bring a kid in like Hodges, you let him develop, you know, as your number three, you know, in, in practice, he's not going to get as many reps, but at some point, you know, Mason Rudolph is going to have to, you know, like, like Landry Jones said in the starting in 2015, he played entire preseason games. You're going to have to do it with, with Mason Rudolph over these next few seasons, you know, not the entire preseason, but you're going to have to have him play entire preseason games. If, if you want to truly groom him to be Ben's replacement. So, I mean, that's what this really is all about. I think it's about, you know, establishing Mason Rudolph as a number two guy and you really can't do that again if you're if you're having him fight for that job every summer, you know. So, you know, I think you bring again. You bring a, a guy like Hodges in. You have him as your number three. If some some catastrophic thing happens in a regular season and you need a quarterback, you can just have you have to go and get a veteran to bring him in. You know, if if you're down to Hodges, but you know, I don't th- I think it's a bad idea for him to be your number three. I think if you're if you're dipping down to number three quarterback, then you're in trouble anyway. So. You know, you might as well have a guy with a lot of potential on your roster. 
the number three is your practice squad guy. The number three, because they're not keeping a, a fourth quarterback. They just aren't. Right. Um, and you're not going to keep a guy like this on the practice squad. Somebody will give him a shot as a number three. Look, um, in your third year, like Josh Dobbs is in his third year, um, if you're fighting for the number three spot, you go with the younger guy with a lot of upside. Um, somebody mentioned that uh, Dobbs' biggest strength is his legs, and, and that's true. But really, for what they need, they need a passer. And I think you have more of a pure passer in uh, in Ducky here. Um, will Deontay Spencer's ability to return punts and Eli Rogers looking like he's better like he's better be the combo that makes the Steelers cut Switzer? Raphael Hung sends that in. I love Deontay Spencer. And um, look, I'm, I'm not high on Eli Rogers. Um, I think Ben loves switzer yeah um i could see switzer stick around as a uh as a wide receiver as a slot receiver um either switzer or eli i just don't know if uh for me i'm not sure about if eli's uh ship has sailed um because when he was in there two years ago before he got hurt he was dropping a lot of balls um so I'm th- I love that question. I'm just not sure of the answer. We will see that a little bit more. Uh, I don't think Switzer gets cut. I don't think Eli Rogers gets cut. I think they get dang- one of those guys gets dangled for a seventh round pick. Um, they swapped fourth round picks. Oh, actually, they swapped a fifth round pick um, for Switzer or. Uh, something crazy last year. I mean, but that's a guy that, that could be traded in week four of the preseason. Um, here's a, uh, Trey Dobbs. Don't cut him. Thomas white says I would take a fourth Thomas. I would take a seventh. Um, you're not going to get a fourth. Yeah. I would take a sixth. Um, snowman, um, threw in $5. I just saw it. Um, did James Washington do enough to solidify the number two wide receiver? I'm just going to answer it with yes. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, yeah, getting bent with Bo. Dobbs got torched by a 4-12 Raider team. I will never forget that. Don't worry about it. I bring it up every single time. Um, Dave Schofield, our stat man extraordinaire. Um, how did Dobbs end up with the highest grade on offense according to PFF? Uh, Logan DiLorenzo answers that with PFF is a joke. I'm like, look, I, <laughs> I have uh, I have no idea on that. Um, but um, BFF, not uh, best friends forever, but Brian Football Focus says that. Uh, you know, Mason Rudolph was the showstopper the other night, and Devlin Hodges is your number two. Uh, so let's go with BFF on that one. Um, let's say uh, Deontay Johnson might take Eli and Switz's spot. Look, Deontay Johnson has a job on yeah, this team. Already- um, yeah, everyone seems to love uh, Spencer. Tony, here's a question for you, and this is a tough one. Uh, Jeremiah Young wants to know, who do you think the Steelers' new receiver coach will be? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, uh, you know, last week I thought maybe they would uh, have, have Fickner fill the role for the, for the entire year like they do with, doing with Keith, Keith Butler. But as Jeff Hartman said, he's already still the quarterback's coach. So I'm thinking they're going to they're gonna, uh, go out and, and, and the reason why they've delayed it is they're trying to uh, finalize things with, with, with the uh, – their former coach, uh, man, the guy who retired. So that's my gut tells me that they're gonna they're gonna bring him back at least just for one year as sort of a sort of a transitional thing until they you know because I mean that's like that was a, a big shock for everybody and now they're trying to you know get their ducks in a row. So I think you know they're gonna bring in a guy who who knows the players who's done it with them before. So it's probably gonna be Richard Mann. 
You know what? Um, that's a possibility. And look, you still have a. Uh, I, I don't think you do anything major this year at this point. Um, you have Ray Sherman in helping out, which he was helping out beforehand. Um, you know, I don't even expect one to be named at this point. I just, I just kind of uh, expect them to go ahead and uh, maybe have some of these veteran coaches help out. A name that I heard of. Um, a very interesting name that I heard of. I I don't think he's employed though. Um, the assistant receivers coach for the Carolina Panthers is a guy we all know, um, Jericho Cotri. Um, but I, I think they addressed that in in twenty twenty. Really, I think yeah. it. Uh, this is this is a committee. Um, bad. Do you think Spencer's our returner? Asked Captain Underpants. You know what? I I really think Spencer's the return man. Um, he returns punts. He returns kicks. I think another guy you have, if he makes the team, um, is uh, Johnny Holton. I actually think Johnny Holton has a chance to make the team because he's your DHB type, um, just like they use Darius Hayward Bay. Um, here's an interesting thing popping up on the live chat. Um, what about Kreef? Um, so Dante Moncrief was brought in to be the number two. Um, Thomas White says Steelers don't rank wide receivers. Kreef and Washington will likely be at the same position in a rotation. They very well could be. I mean, you could just see three guys on the field all the time. Um, and that's pretty much what you see. And it, it could be those three with uh, the other guys like like a, uh, a Deontay Johnson who had a who had a nice game. He settled down after that muff punt. Um, so there's, there's, they've got a wealth at wide receiver. Right. I will tell you that. Um, uh, crazy Dean wants to know, should dirty red make the team? <sighs> Gosh, that's tough. Um, he's playing like a guy that should make the team right now. Um, there's really no re I mean, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to get rid of a guy like that with the preseason that he's had through two games. Um, Ryan Kellerman says nobody would trade for Eli. Um, you know what? I mean, people will throw a seventh round pick around for anybody. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think a lot of teams would just wait and see who gets cut. They did that last year. Remember, they couldn't trade Landry Jones. They tried like hell to trade Landry Jones last year. It was just impossible. Um, but they've got they have a lot of options on special teams that they did not have a year ago. Um, that's a nice thing. And getting back to Deontay Spencer, this guy's going to break one. Um, he's, uh, I would pencil him in as my return man right now, because I just think he's that good. Um, I love the wealth and the depth of this team. This is the deepest I've seen this team in most positions, except for tight end. Um, and for safety in yeah. a long time. Um, has anybody challenged Lurs? That's a great question from Snowman. Uh, Isaiah Bugs may have, Tony. Yeah, I think at, at this point, Charlie Bass said it best. You know, he had, he played in 12. He was in, in for 12 snaps last year. He's basically a, a, a roster clogger at this point. I mean, you know, if Anthony, if somebody wants – it wonders why Anthony Ciccolo is still on the team. Then you really have to wonder why big Dan's still on the team. So, you know, a guy like, like bugs with his potential, you know, he's younger, you know, I think he's already got the teammate. I, I don't see any point in keeping uh, my colors around anymore. And don't forget about Mondo. Uh, Andy Shoup says Mondo's pushing McCullers as well. You know what? I, uh, I uh, forgot about that. Um, crazy Dean mentioned the other kids, Spillane, at linebacker playing well. Um, hey, this guy has great pedigree. I love telling this story. Do you realize that Robert Spillane is a uh, is a Pittsburgh legacy? Um, did you know that, Tony? Is that the, is that the kid who wears number ninety nine? Nope. Is that the one I'm thinking of? Uh, Forty nine. Forty nine. No, I, I'm not sure about that one. No. So last year in week three against the Ted Tennessee Titans, this uh, this kid uh, intercepted. I believe it was Landry Jones, and uh, his uh, not his dad, but his grandfather was a first round pick of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was Heisman Trophy winner Johnny Latner. 
Johnny Latner made the Pro Bowl um, as a special teamer or return man in, uh, I believe it was 1954, 44, 54. I, um, I believe it was 54. He went into the military. He actually hurt himself playing football. I, I guess it was a pickup game. Um, and he uh, never returned to the pros, but uh, he had one season in Pittsburgh. And uh, he is a, uh, like I said, a number one pick who, who was a pro bowler for this very Pittsburgh Steeler team. And uh, he's a tough linebacker. He, uh, he did a lot of good things against Tampa Bay the week before. Um, so I will mention him as well. Um, Jeremiah um, Young is still asking about the new receivers coach. I don't even think they announced one this year. Jeremiah, I just, uh, I just think they uh, go with a committee. And just keep that going. Um, it's been mentioned that it's a shame that Switzer has not had a chance to play. Um, as far as he might lose his job, and they haven't even tried him in the preseason. I uh, and that was Andy Shoup. Switzer deserves the chance to return in preseason before he loses his role as a returner. Well, I uh, I think he's more worried about making the team as a wide receiver, but. Uh, that's uh that's that there um and he continues spencer should we practice squad at best he's only made two plays so far not enough to overtake switzer um you know he had four punt returns and averaged uh 14 the week before in tampa he's I, the real deal yeah i i really think he and and uh what he did in canada he, yeah he was he's a veteran he he was all world in canada um Let's see, you know, as far as everything goes, I love the conversation we're having on the live chat. It's just, you know, we have, like I said, besides tight end and a safety, which, you know, you're still okay there um, with the starters, but besides the depth there, you're deep in a lot of places. You didn't know you were deep. You didn't know you were deep at quarterback. You're a lot deeper at quarterback. You definitely didn't know you were deep at inside linebacker now you have guys that are fighting to make the team you didn't know you were deep at outside linebacker i'm not going to call you completely deep at outside linebacker but you've got a better situation now that skipper is playing this well and you have a guy like ola denny who's coming back um switz hasn't done much of anything returning since getting bent with bow um yeah he really he really uh hasn't he looked like uh he looked like he he would uh get out of trouble he's uh he's a water bug back there um you think he's gonna he's gonna juke but he hasn't really gotten away um justin conway do you think they trade for a tight end before the start of the season that's a possibility too we saw two years ago um with uh vance mcdonald so that's uh that's something that uh, we could see um I just had here. It was uh, Odessa asked, "Is our how is our depth at quarter cornerback? I don't think bad. Um, we haven't seen much of Hayden, but you know Hayden's going to be your guy back there. Um, Steven Nelson looked decent the other night in the action that he played. Artie Burns looked a whole heck of a lot better. You've got uh, Cam Kelly, who is uh, both a corner and a safety. You still have Sutton." Um, you have guys back there that could play, and don't forget Justin Lane. Um, you know, sure he's had growing pains, but uh, um, I know the '80s sitcom with Kirk Cameron, so growing pains could be a good thing. And uh, I had to throw that in. I, I um, it was mentioned earlier. Um, um, Austin Safarian Jenkins could be could be a guy there um, that they could bring in, even though he's had some issues. Um, Captain Underpants, Bo brought him up. Captain Underpants asked, do you think they could afford ASJ? You know, it, it's a possibility. You could get him on the cheap, says Bo. He had injury and suspension issues. That's a guy you possibly bring in. But with that being said, Tony, we had a hearty conversation. We had uh, a little over 90 on the live chat, which, ha which has been fantastic. Um, something we were worried about at starting, uh, starting at 6 o'clock. but. Um, We've we've had a lot of fun tonight. 
um, today, this morning, wherever, whenever you're going to listen to the show. And remember, you just don't have to listen to it live. Um, this is going to be on the site, so keep checking this out. We are going to be here next week as well. So with that being said, Tony, last call for you on The Hangover. What are your thoughts? I'm looking forward to the next Sunday, the uh, the dress rehearsal. People, you know, a lot of, there are a lot of questions about, about Ryan Switzer, for example. Well, I mean, we we hear the the reports that Ben loves him. Well, if if Ryan Switzer is playing a lot next Sunday night, that might be your answer as to whether or not he's making the team. If he if he's in there and Ben's going to him and and, and he's a big part of the offense, I think that that's going to uh, show their hand as far as Ryan Switzer is, is concerned. And you know. Uh, I'm just uh, I'm very excited about the defense, about the receivers, about this football team uh, as we keep continue. And I can't wait to talk about next Sunday's game next Monday. You know what? I'm excited about it as well. Um, here's what I'm excited about. We're not uh, in a situation right now when we're asking the question, what are we going to do here? What are we going to do here? We're ha- we're uh, our big questions are how are we going to end up keeping this guy? How are we going to end up being able to have enough room for this guy. So that's, like I said, it's the depth thing that I'm really excited about. I'm going to just, uh, <laughs> George Teston wants to bring back Heath. Uh, yeah, I would, I would take Heath. <laughs> I think we all I would, would take but... him off the couch, 20 pounds heavier. I don't care, but, um, you know what? Fantastic. Can't wait to see you all next week. You know, for Tony Defio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. Thank you so much for joining us. You, my friends, have just been hungover. We'll talk to you next week. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.